Hey guys, it's your host, Seth Goldstein, with Juicy Divas, Confessions of a Limo Driver. And I have a very juicy, important announcement. Ever wonder how cool and refreshing it would be to hear your own voice on iTunes? Your podcast made at a touch of a button? If you haven't heard about Anchor, you are totally missing out. It's the most easiest way to make a podcast super practical, and best part of all, it's free. It even has creation tools that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone on the go or computer in the comfort of your own home, guys. What's even better, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money for your podcast with minimum listenership. It's really that easy. Everything you need to make a podcast in one place. What are you waiting for? Download your free Anchor app or simply go to anchor.fm to get started. Until next time, thank you. Goodbye. Hello, my family. How are you today? I hope everybody's fine. Another Juicy Divas Confessions of a Limo Driver is about to begin. Let's get our engines going. Rev, 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 rev your engines. We have a great guest to me. Uh, guest to that of honor that's with us this morning. Uh, Seth Ghosting couldn't be here today, but Jim Francis is definitely here, and we are happy to have with us a great actress who I had nothing but pleasure meeting. Um, her name is, please help me welcome, Christine Zabo. Hello, how are you? Hello, I'm doing well, thank you. The question is, how the heck are you, girl? I am doing good. I got up from a nap a little bit ago, so always a great time. <laughs> That's fantastic, isn't it? I mean, honestly, why can't we get more hours in? And, you know, and when I say that is in bed, you know, why do we have to get up? Why can't we just like, why can't work be like dreaming, you know? <laughs> get paid <laughs> <Right>? sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, the fact of the matter is there are people that, you know, are making money in their sleep, literally. Mm. But anyway, that's for another show. Let's talk about you. You know what? I do have to tell you, though, that I'll tell you how my morning was, okay? Because it's interesting. So I was telling you that I auditioned for this this car commercial. We won't name the, you know, the folks because they're not sponsoring the show uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, for obvious reasons. So. I, uh, you know, I play this this old timey kind of, a, 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 you know, a news newscaster and whatnot. And so so I, I was getting ready and kind of hamming up the, the deal because it is the 1960s. Right. And mm-hmm. so everything sounded different and almost like very, you know, uh, the cadence was was quite different when people t- kind of talked, you know, back in the day and that kind of thing. Um, <laughs> it wasn't it didn't seem natural or is it just me? What do you think about these old? And if you ever watch, like, uh, was this contract guy, the contract dude? Like, you know? listen here, see, hey, she's got yeah. some problems on her. Yeah, no, it it, it isn't natural, <laughs> but it's fun to talk like that. I mean, you just never get the the chance, Joe. I mean, yowza. Yeah. those words are fun. So yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah, I, you know, you know what was fun when I thought they said, have fun with it. I said, you know, what? I'm just going to light up a cigarette, right? <laughs> Didn't it seem like one of their cats lit a smoke back then? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I really catch them off guard when you do that. And they're like, no smoke. You're like, eh, I'm getting into character. <laughs> right, exactly. 
So I have nothing but but you know I got to tell you um let's let's go let's go back start from the top um really happy you know it's 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 so awesome to have you here and you know we are shooting from the hip um because you're just so good at improv I I noticed the minute I met you you just kind of took off with the conversation and we're taking pictures and then we we spoke again uh, uh briefly and I knew you you know you're that kind of person just like me like you hate to just kind of have a scripted sort of conversation so anything goes kind of no holds bar type of deal um is is what I like to think of this 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 conversation we're having now and so um Fine. <laughs> I'm very happy that that you came on the show to tell you the truth very very happy so we met. We met obviously at the Burbank um, Film Festival, and and you you'd been part of this satirical film on the forty fifth president called Bad President. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your character in this film? Well, the the best way to describe her is she is the stereotypical bimbo that um, he would hire. <laughs> I mean, that's literally she's just. There's probably maybe one brain cell in her head. Uh, you know, she paints her nails. It's you know the typical. Uh, right, right. Uh, in, in in the eighties, you'd see the way the um, the receptionists filing their nails, chewing on gum. Sure. That's kind of yeah. this. And I originally, um, I was, I, I went to the director and said, should I use my own voice? Because my own voice doesn't sound dumb enough. Or should I do, and, you know, and then I gave him the voice that he's like, yes, use that one because it's so ridiculously funny. And I think it also comes from, you know, I like like bit comedies and, and bit characters, sure. stuff like yeah. that and sketch comedy. I, I grew up watching like stuff like that. And so for me, I love those goofy one-off characters that you get to to play. I, I just find it so, so fun though. It begs the question to ask. So then you, you know, like was Lucille Ball ever like an inspiration to you as a, you know, female, you know, obviously you like comedy um, or was she uh, and, and um, it was Lucille Ball and, and, and who was the other um, comic from the sixties? She had her show. She was really inspirational. She's still around by the way, this lady. Um, I'm trying to think of her show. Mary Tyler. What's that Moore? Again? Or Mary yeah. 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 Was I, that kind of like, yeah. I, I loved that kind of stuff growing up. I mean, I, I was, it was before, you know, a lot of that was before my time, but growing up sure. in the 80s, you know, I watched a lot of that stuff. And even like Monty Python and sure. just that type of comedy and even like OG SNL, stuff like that. I just oh, wow. always loved all of that stuff. Um, you know, uh, it's just always been something that it's one of those things that's always made me happy is just being able to do stuff and, and, and be in stuff and watch stuff like that because it gives people a break from the reality, even if it's just a half an hour to whatever yeah. stress they got going on in their life, to be able to make somebody laugh at something that you've done or right. that you're watching is always been a thing of mine because that was always my, my happy place is being sure. able to watch that stuff on tv yeah and and rest in peace while we're at it norm mcdonald wow yeah what an amazing comedian he was part of that you know uh he was well early 90s um late 80s uh i like that um i liked his comedy quite a bit and you're absolutely right and and you know we have to laugh more you know laugh, laughing laughter after all is is medicine to the soul it really is 
Yeah. Um, you know, and, and you dabbled with some uh, with with comedy as well, right? Tell us a little bit. Like you you've done some with stand up, or did you do like open mics, or I or did. What was the deal? Yeah, I did one open mic, and I basically just told one a one off story of an actual true situation that nobody i had people coming up to me afterwards and saying did that really happen it was just like a three wow. or four minute open mic and because i just think you know the best comedy is actually it's truthful you're not trying to make something up it's just the way that you present it that makes it funny and i don't right. i definitely i you know props to every stand-up comic out there because they work their asses off to get where they are and sure. to get what they do yeah. i mean i only did it once and it is a fun thing to have people listening to you and watching you and the response you get when you get a response for something that you were hoping to get you know when you get a laugh it it is nice um but it's so you know what i did you know what I did uh, hmm. real quick? And you can continue your story. Oh, yeah. yeah but what I used to do is like I would take laughing tracks and play them while I was up on stage. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you got to tap in your pocket, press the button every time. <laughs> have the easy button in the other pocket, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's that, <laughs> You can't go wrong with that. Eh? Yeah, hey, at least you know you're getting a laugh somehow, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, we're what was your where where do you remember the the location or like was this like the, the you know that was that the um ice house or anywhere in LA or Chicago because you're originally from Chicago right yeah I'm from Chicago yeah um no okay. it was in LA and honestly I can't remember the location all I know is it was the outside area so we were outside open air and it was a teeny tiny little place um it might have I don't know if that's the ice house or not um I don't think it was. Yeah. Okay. Because it was in Pasadena or what location was in Hollywood? Sunset? <laughs> it was so long ago. My friend drove me there. So I don't need, I, I honestly yeah. couldn't tell you. I'm horrible. I could probably tell like, you was, later. But <laughs> I know I have. Hey, was, it on, was it on a cliff? Was it on a cliff? He it, said, don't worry. The audience is all the way down there. They can't hear you. <laughs> they can't hear me. Yeah. No, no. It wasn't on a cliff. Um, maybe that's why. <laughs> but no, I. I <laughs> I would love to do stand up, but if I, you know, I'm more improvisational. I like to just do what we're doing now and just yeah, to each Shoot other from and the hip. Right? Joke. And, <laughs> you know, I, I did UCB and I just fell in love with it. Wow. And wow. I enjoy the being able to play with other people on stage and work off of each other. And it doesn't even have to be like a story or a scene, but just even, right. just, you know, Messing with each other, roasting each other, giving each other shit. Wow. Fun. I love self-deprecating humor. I mean, that's the best. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you like uh did you like Don Rickles? Did you watch any of the oh, old roasts? Yeah, yeah. Oh, all those. He's he's the he's Where, the, is it like off-color guy. He's just totally bad. Like in today's it's crazy how he never got canceled. Yeah, he didn't get uh, before the time of canceling everybody under the sun. Yeah. Now you get canceled for sneezing the wrong way. Right. Who, but who's going to cancel all the people that are canceling everybody? Who's going to cancel them? So that's the question. I know. That's 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 it right there. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it's um, I, I you know, it, it's, you know, now that we're dabbling in this uh, whole thing about cancel culture, it's funny how, um, you know, I was, I was looking at, uh, at some of the stuff that, you know, with Twitter and stuff and everyone like 
there's a lot of bandwagon folks that'll just jump on just because of who they are, their status of whoever, whether it be a, a comic or a regular person, you know, an actor, but somebody with lots and lots of clout. Folks yeah. who just jump on their bandwagon because of who they are, they never like to stand uh, up against them. It's so weird. People don't like to think for themselves. And I guess in today's society is, is you're not allowed to anymore. So I guess we've been uh, ripped away from um, some of our, um, you know, basic rights, it seems, um, especially online, you know, and then it becomes so muddled and confusing. And at some point you could even like not get any work I hear in Hollywood. So Yeah. If you say the wrong thing to the uh -huh. wrong person, you're blacklisted, basically. I'm sure. Ooh, duh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I personally, I, I have no problem disagreeing with people. I don't care. Give a shit how famous you are, because here's the thing uh -huh. at the end of the day, you are a person you have to take crap like the rest of us. You have to put your pants on just like the rest of us. Yes, you're talented. You have money. You have all these followers. That's great. But if I don't agree with you, I don't agree with you. I'm not going to like something just because sure. they're, you know, because they're famous. And if somebody doesn't like that, then too bad. You know, I it's who am I? Nobody knows who I am. So let me have my opinion. I just dislike when people who are, you can tell, are literally only agreeing with this person because they're a uber fan of theirs, you know? Um, right, right. They, they start going, getting down your throat and attacking you, you know, me or whoever it is. And totally. I'm, listen, what, what is, what is the outcome of this? Do you think that person's going to praise you for being a giant douchebag on the internet? Like, sure. let everybody have their opinion. I don't agree with a lot of people. <laughs> right. I, yeah, I, I like that i like that I totally love it i love that because many a times you know um it's hard it's hard to stand alone it really is it's difficult to to sort of um, not have that many friends because you know the friends that you have are solid i imagine there are very few mm -hmm. uh, and far mm -hmm. between but there are people that do not like to be disliked for yeah. something they say and not have people under, you know, they'd rather have uh, be the one that's uh, that's a follower and has a shitload of friends. Yeah. You know, well, again, quote unquote friends. You know, yeah. You well, know. don't get me wrong. I, I want everyone to like me, but I know that I know the reality of it, that I'm too old to care if they like me or not. I just have to yeah. like myself and whoever yeah. to get on the uh, Christine train and, and, and be a friend. That's good. But um you know, I, I don't expect everyone to like me just because sure. they don't sure. if they don't agree with an opinion or something I say, because I'm very outspoken about people who I find attractive. And I've had people look at me like I've kicked a baby into a dumpster and then set them of the baby, the dumpster and a puppy on fire at the same time. And I'm like, what? Uh -oh. the what the hell are you judging me for? Because of who I think is attractive. It's like, you know, that's yeah. my opinion. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not basic, you know. Right. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I think that um, it says, you know, a lot about a person and, and definitely, you know, you have standards and that's great. Um, I was going to ask you, like you grew up in Chicago. What was Chicago like growing up and were your parents fond of your your, your choices, you know, of you wanting to get into acting? <laughs> my choices. Uh, my life choices are interesting. Um, well, yeah, I, I loved growing up. I love Chicago. Um I love. Did you get up and say, did you guys get up and pack a gun to go to school or <laughs> it wasn't that bad? Well, then? I didn't go to school right in like the heart of Chicago. It was more like the suburbs of Chicago. So I lived in the burbs. Remember that film? Nice. The um, burbs share with Tom Hanks. Yeah. Um, yeah. Shout out to 
commercial lot. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I wasn't old enough to drive before we moved because I moved out uh, out west in um, middle school, as you call it. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, junior high. Please. I call it junior high, but. <laughs> Cut it out. You're the one that called junior high before I did. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I grew, you know, but that's where my, you know, my where I grew up, you know, how, how I, what I believe and stuff like that. And I, I loved it. I love the culture there. Um, I, I love a big city because there's so much going on and, you know, my mom, they, my parents had five kids, so I was the middle child. So too old for this, too young for that. You know, the typical middle child syndrome, you never get enough attention. Um, so I'm surprised that they didn't know that I wanted to act really at that point. <laughs> you got to figure the middle child's usually the one that wants to act. Um, yeah. But I was always trying, trying to be a, a camera hog and as a kid, right. but, uh, but yeah, I mean, my, um, my father, he's no longer with us, but my mom, you know, yeah. when, when uh, I told her I was making this decision back in 2018 to finally go through with it because I initially wanted to do it back right after I got out of high school, but then I got pregnant fairly quickly after that. Um, I kind of put my life on hold for 20 some odd years to take care sure. of, you know, kids and, and life happens, you know, um, life is what that happens. That is fantastic. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, That's a good mom. Yeah. Hey, you got to do what you got to do to take care of your kids, That's you right. know? And, um, but now it's, you know, um, back in 20, uh, 2018, I said, I'm, I'm doing it because I'm not going to, I don't want to be 60 years old regretting that I never tried and do what if. And yeah. I've enjoyed. Right, right. I thought that same thing. You know, I quit twice, quit acting two times. You know, I got to tell you, I had that exact same feeling. Yeah. I want to sit around gloom and doom, you know, and just say like how I could have would have but didn't you know yeah and you you'll always regret it and if it if you enjoy doing it like i it's 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 the thing i've said a lot i've said it for years is i find my happiness in making others happy and laugh that's what makes me happy i don't even care if people are laughing at my own expense <laughs> um, right. i'm totally fine with it you know because it makes me happy <laughs> it does know? it does it's it's part of giving so you're like basically giving back it's no difference than it's so it's very rewarding like when you give something to someone out in the street like say you know person that's panhandling or a person that you see that's in need and you happen to have an extra food or whatever that may look like burger and, and you share and, and just that yeah. feeling of giving to somebody yeah and you're you're all definitely giving a joy and entertainment to people so um i i totally agree with you 100 percent yeah i mean it's it, it it just feels good to do something you know and uh, i'm one of those people i hate stagnation so i always want to be doing something and the fun but also taxing thing about acting is there's a lot of uh hurry up and wait situation right, right. you know oh, hurry up and wait don't call oh, us we'll call you you know that kind of thing and um then since, <laughs> since the pandemic, you know, started, the auditions are uh, a shit show, um, at least for me. I don't know. But but it's given me a lot of time to take more classes and do other things that I wouldn't have had the opportunity to do unless this happened. So I'm I'm not grateful for COVID. That's the uh, dumpster fire. But um, 
I'm, I'm yeah. grateful that it's given me the opportunity to better myself. You know? um, of course, there's always there's always some silver lining. I mean, all things considered, you know. Yeah, yeah. Worse, worse. I, I honestly think this has made people be more open to um, new opportunities and speaking to people. Um, I think it's it's brought a closeness to people that you know otherwise wouldn't have ever met or or spoken to each other they're now more willing to be open because we have such a long time where we just couldn't be around anyone yeah i was gonna ask you what was that like for you the dynamic i mean were you were you staying with um with your 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 son and i mean were there other people with you or um yeah what were those days like during the pandemic when it was like a full-blown you know COVID and nobody knew you had to stay home and we're just uh, it was very frustrating for me as I have my youngest son. I have a 10 year old. I have him every other week. So when this all happened, I was used to going, you know, back and forth doing auditions and everything just boom, automatically stuck inside the house, couldn't go anywhere. Um, I almost went into a depression mode for a good six months. And I had to get myself out of it because I saw it happening. And You're in a funk, huh? Yeah, yeah. it was just, I, I didn't, all I was doing was sleeping. I was just eating. I love food. I can talk about foods I love all day, but I won't go into that. But, you know. We won't go into that, by the way. <laughs> um, what kinds of food we eat? You're like comfort foods, I imagine, right? A lot of chips and salsa and in lasagna yeah any anything that i yeah yeah anything it doesn't matter what it was you put it in front of me i would have probably eaten it unless it was egg <laughs> you hate it you don't like eggs or you're not allowed to eat eggs or i can eat them if i want to feel like somebody's stabbing me in the stomach for about six hours so <laughs> i prefer not to but i'm, I'm i know there's gonna right. be a day where i'll eat something that or want yeah. to has it in it Okay. Okay. So you felt that way. And now how did you get out of a funk? Were you reading books? Is that something like, did you take a painting? A lot of people did, in fact, like you said, um, dabbled or, or like look from within into the creative side and started kind of doing things they normally hadn't looked into and kind of opened up new doors for them. Well, what I did is um, I got back into like meditation and just being calm inside myself. Um, because there were some things, obviously, that everybody needed to work through um, personally on themselves during this time to become stronger through this. So I did a lot of meditating, but I also uh, I started doing classes through like Zoom and all that. So it kind of prepped me from being in my head, um, which is a huge thing, especially when you're alone half the time, there's no one else there. And it's just a voice on a phone. Sometimes, you know, when I call my mom or my oldest son would call me or my friend, it's not the same as actually having a human being there to sit and you could talk to each other and communicate. There's something to be said about the uh, human connection. Um, um, Sure. I can say that, and, and that would, yeah, yeah. All I want, but you, there's just something there. You want to be around people. It's human nature to want others around. So absolutely, absolutely, one hundred percent with you on that. And um, like you, I spent some time away from my son, whom for the most part I was with every day, and 
for suddenly like somebody just pulling a rug under your feet. Um, I hate to use that same cliche and adage, but yeah, it felt really awful. It was like, like it was a dream. Like suddenly, you know, something hit me so fast at a hundred miles an hour and I could not be with him there. And that interpersonal relationship wasn't no longer there. It was like, I was watching him through a screen and it felt there was moments of a lot of frustration, I think, and some level of depression. And I think I was lucky to have, I mean, I have a strong connection to God. So it's praying and and um, my girl was there to, to sort of talk to me. But I think there was it was horrible for people that were all by themselves. I can't even imagine that was like, to tell you the truth. Yeah, it's it's um, it's almost like suffocating, but in a way, you know. Um, but, yeah, I think we're going to make people slit their wrists if we keep talking yeah. about this. Yeah. I thought, like, yeah, man, I felt like I was having lunch on the Titanic, you guys, every day. Slowly <laughs> going down. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, uh, okay. So let's talk about you know what. While we're at it, why don't we talk about okay? How do we how do we connect with you on on Instagram, Facebook? Why don't you go ahead and give us your handles so that those that are listening, because you're just a lot of fun, and we really have to follow you. So how would we do that? How would yes. you follow you? Where where uh, do you? Super easy. All my uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Don't give, just don't give them your, your address, please. Yeah, I will not. Nobody gets my address. Um, they're all the same, and I'll have to spell it because people will misspell it. It's at Chrissy, C-H-R-I-S-S-Y, Zabo, S-Z-A-B-O is an ocean, 80. Those are all my handles on everything. So that's awesome. And, um, and, and, you know, I, I gotta tell you, it's, it's, this is, this is great because, um, the internet by far was so helpful, you know, in, in making connections, we meet people on a day-to-day -day basis and you stay connected through this, through this, um, format. And it's, and it's great. You know, I gotta tell you, I've met a lot of people, uh, through Instagram. Would you imagine life without internet? Would you even imagine that now? <laughs> would like to... It's it's hard. You really can't. I mean, I remember life before internet, and I I remember life when we had a dial-up modem, and you'd get angry when your parents would pick up the phone, you know. But oh yeah, I remember yeah. that. It ran on a it ran on a landline, right? Yeah, it was net zero, I believe, back then. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Or I mean, I had an uncle that AOL. had the old the the old. I can't IBM computer, the big old box, you know, I had, I had the, I, I, yeah, I did too. Yeah. yeah. I remember that. Yeah. And, yeah, you really, yeah, I was going to tell you, yeah, you're, you're aging pretty well. And then that's awesome. Cause you don't, yeah, you don't look at the over, you're probably 30 or so. <laughs> um, I, I, uh, you know, I, I gotta tell you, it was crazy. It was frustrating, but those were like simpler times though. So mm -hmm. it's funny because for some people, you know, and then not to get kind of stuck in that, but it, for some folks, it, it, you know, internet, it's like, it's such a blessing yeah, in many respects and for, and if, but then at, on the same token, it's by the same token, a lot of people feel like the internet has, has kind of kept us from the human interaction. You know, like you ever notice when the people on their phones and everyone's sitting together, but yeah. everyone's literally yeah. texting, they're interacting with other people that are not sitting there and that the human interaction is almost like a lost art. Yeah, no. it's 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 like a catch twenty two. I mean, you you need it. You need it now. I mean, it it's kind of it's got a way of connecting people that normally would have never been connected. Like this wouldn't be happening right, right. now. Right. No, uh, no. 
But on the same side, uh, on the flip side, I mean, not the same side, the three-year-old, he is, I laugh because I think it's humorous and I let him do it because he's very smart. He does his own coding at 10 years old on some of his games. Oh my God. He'll be, and so that's awesome. another good thing about the internet is that they're able to do stuff that I couldn't, I look at it and I'm like, nope, I'm not going to even ask because I won't even get it. Um, but he will literally be on his phone, on his laptop, watching the TV. And I'm like, how are you doing three things at once? I'm a multitasker, but that's too much. Too much. And he can sit there all day on it. And I'm like, at some point, I'm just like, okay, now you got to get off. Come watch TV. Spend time in the same room. And, you know, at least for an hour and a half, then I've had enough of him whining. And I'm like, okay, go back in your room. But but it's nice. It's it's. But I think some people use it as a babysitter. Yeah. Yeah. The, you know, a lot of the students, uh, children that I've, in the past that I've worked with, um, they have tablets now for little ones. And they just... The tablet needs to be on and okay, their Wi-Fi. And then they, the, the student will just take off on it. And then they have no interaction with the parents for hours on end until it's lunchtime. Or the mom, can I get a sandwich? And then it's like, wait a second. You know, especially on Zoom, you could see a lot of that, like with the little ones, mm-hmm. the background. You know, you're working with the older adult, you know, younger adults. And then it's a little one in the back. And you, he's got a tablet the whole time. He's just interacting with this screen, you know? Yeah. And, and, yeah. and so... Whatever happened to toys? Whatever happened to, to yeah. that? So yeah, we're very fortunate to live in um in a, in a time where we could imagine things. You know, imagination was more um unleashed, and we we're yeah. able to yeah. to create and you know be actors. You know, and create a little fictional world. Yeah, our parents didn't care where we were until the lights came on. You know, bike, and then you come back home, and like, we didn't have issues like like now i mean yeah there were the the occasional kidnappings but uh, you know for the most part you you'd be able to write off with a group of friends and then come back you know about five six and your parents are like all right you're ready to come in all right let's go inside and that sort of thing and nowadays it's it's crazy that you know that somebody would get on a bike you don't see any kid riding bikes in the neighborhood in fact most neighborhoods you don't see children playing at all yeah you, you know? it's weird it's like a ghost town but then when you do you're like Oh, you're like, what did we go back to the 1950s? What the heck? What's going on in this house? You know, <laughs> leave it to be her. Uh, you know, you see that happen. It's it's it's, it's nice to see. You know, I've, I I like to sit at parks sometimes because it's very. I, it sounds creepy. I guess less creepy as a female than a male sitting at a park with kids. Um, <laughs> uh, I could just sit there in just not necessarily a park where there's kids, but just a park with trees and everything. Just just to kind of sit and listen to to whatever happens to go by, whether it's be cars in the distance or the birds in the tree. It's it's nice, but then I'm like, okay, I'm done after 15 minutes because I'm like. This is, no, there's nothing to do. I mean, I've gotten used to the internet, you know? So it's, <laughs> and you're still, I'm sitting at the park and then I go on Instagram. <laughs> so. That's funny. Yeah, but but it, but it's, it's, it's okay. I mean, like for us, for example, these are tools that we need to, um, you know, uh, I, I mean, you know, to get the job done, so to speak, like we need to get on for whether, you know, that, that'd be a, a, an audition or look for looking for an audition or mm-hmm. getting your agent on the phone, that kind of thing, because you sent them something, all that is, is very necessary, you know, where before we, we probably have, have to physically go in there and, and hand deliver or, or 
Pony Express, right? If you're in the 1940s. <laughs> Nowadays, it, it just makes life so much easier. So, yeah, to it, it's there's definitely have to be like a happy medium, you know, and yeah. to find that is uh is is difficult. But um, I'm thinking like next thing, what's next? Halloween on online, right? Yeah. <laughs> Trick or treat online. I'll send you a treat. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I'm living in apartments sometimes, man, because I don't need to buy the, the candy then. Because nobody kids don't need <laughs> send Amazon cards. <laughs> yeah, just throw them out the window, you know. Here's now now we'll go to the literal say it's a trick, kid. <laughs> Turn yeah. off your computer, else you're gonna get a freaking virus. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, there you go. Um, we are we are speaking to the lovely Christine Zabo on Juicy Divas Confessions of a Limo Driver. I'm having the time of my life talking to you. It's just absolutely great. It's just like we're family and 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 that kind of thing now. So um we're happy. So you know, you're telling me you you you're taking uh you it's it's always great to continue polishing your craft um and taking classes now you prefer obviously in person much rather than online right because i've been taking a class online with um, a coach um an acting coach and and uh, slash actor right most of these people have have bigger imdbs than you and i mm -hmm. um, and and but it's been online so there's a different, definitely a different um, dynamic and stuff. You know, when you're working online, there's only <clears throat> you're kind of uh, sort of restricted to confines of the room you're working in. And when you have to work a scene and that kind of thing, um, it's hard to see sometimes the people with relation to the camera on your computer. So it, it sort of it makes it a little more difficult. Where in person, obviously, it's in person. You get to move around, stretch out and that kind of thing. Do you you prefer that instead, right? Like to just do your classes online, um, in person. And are you doing that in person right now with a pandemic? Um, well, I throughout since April, I've been taking back to back online classes. Um, I am doing an in person class for the first time um, next month. It's a four week class that I'm doing in person on like a real type of situation. And I'm actually looking forward to it. I'm, I, I got fully vaccinated back in May. And I know that doesn't mean you still can't get it, but right, right. I, you know, I think a lot of these ones that have gone to in person and they have taken the proper precautions, just like, you know, a lot of production companies have, you've got to go by certain rules, you know, and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't mind online, but there's something lacking with it. It's the same thing as, you know, you know, when you're talking to somebody on Zoom or talking to a family member on Zoom, it's not the same as being able to actually physically see someone in person and look right. them in the eye, you know, when you're talking to them. You can feel a different energy in person, I guess you could say. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. And so um, they should give us, um, they ought to, the classes should be a little cheaper, huh? <laughs> if yeah. you do it online. They are actually. Um, oh, they I, are? Yeah. Yeah. Like one of the classes are that I'm currently taking in person is like 275, but online it's like 150. And I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm ripped off then. Yeah. You'll have to tell me about that offline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sure. Um, so, yeah, so definitely, you know, I was thinking um, we have some projects in the works uh, with some friends and, um, We'll definitely um, hit you up if you, you know, you'd like to partake of that and be part of the team at some point. And maybe we can work together or work with some of the other um, creatives. Would yeah. that be something you'd yeah. like to do? Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, anything I can do that's 
fun and legal. That's always a good yeah. thing. Or <laughs> yeah. thinking about actually uh, robbing banks and 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 um, and thinking about um, doing a traffic like a human traffic film where we can bring in people, smuggle people through the border. <laughs> as long as it's done legally and there's a contract I can sign, I'm good. <laughs> You're driving the truck full of illegal people and cocaine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> uh, it's been nothing but a pleasure talking to you. Um, we're almost all out of town, uh, time here. And um, do you have anything you'd like to add or, you know, um, with regards to anything really i mean you want us you want people to follow you right so oh, why don't we drop oh. our handles again it is uh, on all social media sites at chrissy zabo s-z-a-b-o and that's on facebook instagram and twitter yeah, you're everywhere. Um, you're not on Snapchat. Are you on Snapchat too? No, I feel like that's for twenty-year-olds. I don't know. I just never got it. Just it's only twenty-four hours. How like everything erases in twenty-four hours. So you're fighting against the clock to keep your shit yeah. up. And if you don't have the followers, yeah, and it's, it makes no sense to have it. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I'm never, I don't want to be Instagram famous or Snapchat famous. I don't even care about if I'm TikTok. famous, I just want to be happy. Do you like TikTok? I was on it briefly at the beginning of the whole pandemic. And then I was like, okay, I, I this is pointless for me. I don't yeah. create videos. And if I did, you know, I'm going to offend somebody. So. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's the <laughs> That is a fact for sure. Yeah, it definitely, you know, it's 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 one of those situations where it could be blessing, but it could be a curse, you know, in terms of some people might not like you and then you start an all on war all out. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, and I mean, I want to present myself as a, I'm a, a friendly person, but like you're at the beginning, you know, if I don't like something or don't agree with somebody, I'm going to say so. I Yeah. You know, and I don't want to hold, I don't want to ruin my career before it's pretty much started, you know? Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You're definitely on the right track and we're going to follow you and for sure. And we'll, don't forget guys, you need to watch Bad President with, um, I met you thankfully through uh, Paul Loudon. So Paul Loudon, you're out there listening. He, he was on yes. my podcast as well. He's phenomenal. Uh, follow him, my boy, Paul Loudon. And I, what a pleasure to, you know, finally make this happen and for us to talk christine i'm really happy you were on our show me too thank so, you for inviting uh, me it's always fun yeah it really is so maybe we'll just catch up at some point and and then you know we'll we'll make things happen and just stuff fun stuff you know on 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 stage hopefully yeah. um so so yeah so that's pretty much it it's you know our show's gone our time runs out so fast and um yeah so it's time to say goodbye but but not for long. Hello and goodbye until we meet again, right? Exactly. Um, thank you for listening to another Juicy Divas Confessions of a Limo Driver. Until next time, goodbye.